Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. Nurse Heather brings her eternal optimism and professional expertise to the stories of the day, discussing current topics and events, making life's lemons into sweet lemonade, and sharing a tall glass with guests, friends, and her listeners. CannabisRadio.com is happy to present Good News with Nurse Heather, the show infused with compassion and love. From high atop Mount Soldad in beautiful San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to our beautiful listeners out there. This is Good News with Nurse Heather, her trusty sidekick, Kenny here, and the amazing Nurse Heather, who has the most soul on Mount Soldad. Oh, Kenny, that's a new one, man. High five. There you go, baby. Take <laughs> was, it away. That was awesome. That was so awesome. Yeah, it's been a you know crazy week. We're recording here. We've got a great guest today. Um, do you have any updates or news that you wanted to share with us, Kenny, before we dive right in? Well, we're basking in the glow of a successful election, at least from the executive branch of the U.S. government, which portends at least some potential positive changes in the new year. Uh, for our cannabis industry, which we know and love. And so we're hoping that sometime after January 20th, we'll begin to see restoring some of the executive branch orders that had been in place before they were rescinded back in 2017 under a new U.S. Attorney General. So that part of it we can be pretty certain of. And we can also expect, depending on how things go in the Senate, that we may have enough votes to at least get normalized banking into the cannabis industry. And maybe if we're super lucky, we might get the MORE Act or we might get HR 420 or one of the legislation that's pending that would actually deschedule marijuana. And that's the goal, folks, here at Good News with Nurse Heather. We, we look to free this plant, love this plant, and give gratitude to this plant, which we're recording this uh, the week before Thanksgiving. And so I'm feeling full of gratitude, and I am grateful for you, Kenny, and all the beautiful things you bring to my life. And I am also very grateful to have Nurse Jamie Rollins Worcester. Are we calling you? Are we doing the hyphen? What's your name these days, Jamie? You know, that's a good question. Uh, legally, it is Worcester. I have changed my name, uh, but I have um, not actually changed any of the, the documents. So I'm still in the process of uh, formally changing my name. So it will be completely Worcester soon. But right now it is still it is still Rollins on all of my nursing licensure, my Facebook page, my social media, all of that. <laughs> still Rollins. You're always a Rollins <laughs> to me. I'm just just a, just in limbo. You That's know? my Billy That's Joel like. take, you know. It's good. Well, and, like and you'll it. always be Nurse Jamie <laughs> to me, and that'll just cut off any you know potential for uh, infusion. You know, just yes. <laughs> um, so Jamie, we are talking about the fact that you just recently were married this year, and you and your sweet hubby, Nurse Mark. Um, are very similar to other guests that we've had on and including Ken and I, where we are 
cannabis couples that are doing <laughs> amazing things in the world of cannabis. And so um, congratulations is in order to both of you. And there's also another good news uh, that we have to offer too, is that your hubby nurse Mark was just recently elected the president-elect of the American Cannabis Nurses Association. And so that is really good news that we want to give out it our is. congratulations. Well, thanks for the congratulations. I'm super proud of him. It's a, I never would have imagined I would be sitting where I am right now um, today a year ago. I just, I would never have imagined that I would be working in an industry that is serving humanity in such a way that I'm married to such an amazing powerhouse in the cannabis industry itself um, that I get to participate in conversations like this with you guys. Um, so thank you. Yeah, it's been a wild 2020, that's for sure. And uh, I am so grateful when I hear you talk to talk to and about your hubby, your Kenny. Um, I feel similar sentiments for my husband. I just have admiration and such love for him. And uh, my heart just feels like it's bursting. So I just feel super grateful, super grateful as we approach this uh, next Thanksgiving uh, day, this Thanksgiving week. So much to be grateful for, especially those that we love that are around us and that support us in the work that we do. That's right. So in addition to being the floatus of the DNA yeah. <laughs> and Jamie Rollins, R-N-B-S-N, C-Y-T, she's a practicing cannabis nurse in the state of Florida. She spent the last 15 years working in public health, psychiatric and hospice nursing. Her strong passion is to educate people about the power of cannabis and her own personal story led Jamie to start a community cannabis clinic in her small town, providing medical cannabis recommendations and one-on-one -on -one consultations. She's also certified to teach yoga and holds regular workshops combining cannabis education and restorative yoga. And again, namaste. Jamie? <laughs> Thanks. That still cracks me up. The first lady, I was, I was laughing about that privately when he first uh, decided to go and, you know, and submit his uh, name for um, the, the position. And I was like, whoa, that might be the first lady of like cannabis, like the American Cannabis Nurse Association. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I love that. Just, I get a little giggle from it. It just makes me smile. <laughs> and it should girl. It should, you know, it's, You've done so much in the space in a in a relatively short period of time, and you you've just really made a lot of headway in just a few years. And so, for our listeners, I would love for you to tell them a little bit about when you first learned about the benefits of cannabis and why you decided to um, bring that into your practice. Um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, you're right. I crunched it into a short time frame, but um, my personality of those of you who know me, I mean, you. I'm kind of a, you know, zero to a hundred. I, I don't do anything, you know, halfway. So when, um, when I, when I first discovered cannabis along to like in college, you know, and was using it for self self medication. Um, but I didn't really get into the actual art and science of cannabis nursing until the end of 2018, the fall of 2018 is when I really got into it. Um, but you know, I was fired from my first nursing job that I had uh, for, for cannabis use. I had a positive drug test pop up when I passed out at work one day from overwork and exhaustion, typical, you know, I guess situations where we deal with the overstaffing, um, you know, just the typical, typical environment of a nurse these days, just it's unmanageable and um, it's essentially dangerous. Our safety is not really cared for or looked at or, con or concerned to management. And after working three 16 hour shifts as a brand new nurse, not really knowing what my boundaries were, 
I ended up passing out at work, drug test, and then I had to get an attorney and I had to basically fight for my license one year in as an RN. Um, so that was terrifying and a real, you know, hit in the gut and didn't make me want to actually utilize cannabis, you know, just reestablish that stigma, that fear. Uh, but then I started to work home health. My license did, wasn't affected. I was able to use my attorney to negotiate so that they didn't report me to the board of California, which the funny part was, is I had a card at the time I was in California, you know, I lived up in Northern Cal and I, I, uh, had a medical card, but, um, I ended up seeing patients in home health setting, in their homes, using cannabis to help with pain, with mood. And I, that stigma that, oh God, it's a bad thing, kind of started to shift more when I saw my patients utilizing it and the results that they were having. And I was open with them then to kind of discuss cannabis. And then I had a back injury and I found CBD. And I did not realize the, you know, the power of cannabis where CBD actually plays into that. So I became a huge advocate of CBD, educating um, and that's really how I started my business. I created a presentation and then I went out and gave it to my small community, to anybody that would listen to me. <laughs> I would give free education on the endocannabinoid system and I would have one person show up. Sometimes I'd have nobody, but I kept showing up and I kept practicing. Um, and then eventually the crowds got bigger. And then, you know, I'm speaking at the CNN conference and, you know, this, this past, what was it, a few months ago? What, what year is it? September. Where are we? Uh, <laughs> You know, Cannabis Nurses um, <laughs> Network Conference 2020, a revolution in healthcare. That, I mean, it was amazing. So, um, and I'm a speaker for the American Cannabis Nurse Association um, coming up soon. So in, like you said, in that short time, I just, you know, really felt like I had, um, I had a mission to educate the everyday average Joe about what CBD and what the endocannabinoid system was. And I just kind of fearlessly went out there and did it. Um, and I shouldn't say fearlessly, I was terrified, but every time I did something to that effect where I was standing in front of a crowd, where I was putting myself out there, man, did I grow, I stretched and I grew and I, my confidence started to build. So that's really, you know, for any new listeners, that's, you just got to kind of break those boundaries and do the things that make you feel stretched, even though they're not always comfortable. Um, they definitely help you grow. Beautiful listeners where you're going to take a very short break so that our gracious sponsors can give a message to our listeners. And we'll be right back with Nurse Jamie. Good News with Nurse Heather will return. But first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah. How sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at shoogies.com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take anywhere treat. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back, beautiful listeners. We're having a session with the amazing Cannabis Nurse Heather on good news with our amazing guest, Jamie Rollins, who's a registered nurse, was describing her cannabis experience, and she's also a cannabis yogini. You know, when I, I first yogi. when I first met Ken, he was he he well, he still is a, a, a yogi, you know, but he was doing hot yoga sometimes multiple times a day. And he Oof. was I mean, it was he was a machine girl. He was a machine. 
And we did, we did yoga, every hot yoga, every single day for the first many years that we were together. And then I kind of got lazy. So he would go without me sometimes. But uh, recently during this quarantine, they've closed down all the hot yoga studios in our area. And it's, uh, you know, yoga is important, Jamie. Maybe you can talk to our lis listeners a little bit about how yoga uh, supports your endocannabinoid system. And I know you've got some yoga and cannabis classes that you do. So maybe you can talk about that as well. Sure. Yeah. Um, I started because I was a yoga instructor first before I got involved in the cannabis space. I immediately saw the connection as to how they can be utilized together and the fact that, you know, they're both really just when we talk about the endocannabinoid system, we talk about yoga, what we're seeking for both is balance. And that's really what both of them are kind of cut out to do. I mean, the endocannabinoid system is our main balancing act, right? We have to balance that part of our body and that system in order for it to balance everything out. Um, every other system in our body. Well, yoga, I mean, is, has a direct effect on our nervous system, our parasympathetic and our sympathetic, that fight or flight or that rest and digest. And so, you know, when we practice yoga, so many people say, you know, they feel more grounded, we feel balanced. I mean, that is the goal is to achieve that, that feeling, that internal homeostasis, right? Um, and so when you combine both cannabis and yoga, oftentimes the results are just compounded. So I can typically get into a deeper space. I can feel my body more. I'm just, I'm more in tune and more present in, um, in my body and in my energies. So I really love to share that and bring that to, um, you know, to people's attention. I, I got a little bit of flack about doing a wake and bake yoga class and people don't, didn't understand like that it wasn't just, you know, oh, let's get up on a Saturday morning, you know, smoke some joints and uh, start our day. I mean, that's great. I do that. Um, and a lot of times the reason I'm doing that is to start my day in a place where I feel balanced, that my, um, anxiety is under control, that my body can move easier. So a lot of folks that are dealing with autoimmune issues, anything that has pain or mood, if they can utilize some sort of cannabis medicine prior to a session of yoga, it can really just help them to get deeper stretching, deeper into the mental meditative space. It can give you a deeper practice. Oftentimes it allows people to even get on the mat in the first place. Once they have one or two puffs or once they've taken that CBD oil, it gives them the ability to actually then get on the mat. And we all know that the hardest part of yoga it's getting is there. Getting on the back. <laughs> you know, show, Ken used to say the hardest part is showing up on time. And so, yeah, really. And it is. I will have my mat on the ground and walk by it. Literally, we'll put it out and be like, you got to get on there. You, it doesn't do you any good if you just look at it. <laughs> do you have a favorite pose? Mine's Shavasana these days. <laughs> yeah, you know, that that is probably uh, one of the, the poses I enjoy most. Mine lately, because I've been doing so much sitting and at the at the computer is a uh, reverse pigeon pose, the um, uh, the Ekapadarajakapatasana. <laughs> it's the only one I really remember these days. <laughs> and, and to our listeners, that pose looks like what? <laughs> that is on your back and you've got like your ankle on your knee and you're pulling in your, your left knee so that your right butt cheek, hip, piriformis, all that area, those hip muscles get that good deep stretch. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. And the, the beautiful thing about yoga too, I'm just going to, you know, say is that it's, it's not just the stretching and it's not just the peaceful balance, but um, it's also the breathing that 
that comes into play and giving Absolutely. you the to, to breathe. And I know people have heard me say before that, um, you know, the root word of spirit is spiritus, which means yes. to breathe. And so breath truly is life. Yes. And especially during these um, tumultuous times and uncertain times, taking some time and you don't need any mat. You don't need anything. You just need to be able to calm sit and breathe which is more challenging for people than than we all realize you know it's such a such a funny thing because it's so easy and we do it without even thought thinking about it but to actually sit and consciously breathe can change your life like change your life yep prana yeah. so breathe, amazing everyone. prana <laughs> big full deep belly breaths <laughs> Which someone told me one time that cigarette smoking or like inhaling like a joint, like that in that pull of like that inhalation is like basically what our body create like to take. It's like mimicking that deep breath, that pulling in of that deep breath. So I always was curious about that, the anxiety of smokers um, and why we need to pull, draw that breath because we're not taking those big deep breaths, you know, in a, in a regular space. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so good to chat with you. I feel even relaxed just talking about breathing. I hope that mm. our listeners are taking some big deep breaths while they're sitting there too. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, we all need empowerment and we're looking forward to the future of cannabis medicine and we're looking forward to the future of healthcare. And I talked earlier, we spoke earlier about the conference that uh, we both attended, which was um, a revolution in healthcare. And so my question for you, Jamie, is uh, what are you currently doing to help influence the future of cannabis medicine and this revolution in healthcare that together we are ushering in? Well, I, for uh, cannabis in general, I will continue to always be an advocate and a voice. Um, there is no shutting me up now. I will always advocate for this plant. I am currently trying to get some, some traction in the hospice space down here in Florida and trying to get in a different, different angles, um, either as a volunteer or making connections with uh, the leaders to just provide some education in general. And another thing that I just recently got involved with is a company that is doing at-home ketamine uh, treatment. Um, and I'm a nurse guide for those sessions for clients. And ketamine is kind of this new new evolution of how we can really help in the mental health space. So um, it's new. It's really, it's really exciting, the research that's been done on it. And, you know, one of the things that I find so funny between the ketamine and the cannabis is that uh, even though it's so, so new and there is research, um, so much research behind it because it's a Schedule 3 uh, medication, there's less, you know, red tape on everything. So can you know how it is with the banking where you were just talking about? I mean, the red tape that is on cannabis businesses is just so challenging. The fact that it's not a, you know, you know, a scheduled drug that we can't really use, um, you know, or, or have some medical medical backing with um, the fact that they have taken, you know, ketamine and they're utilizing it to advance medicine is super exciting. Um, so that is, that's my new, that's my new venture that I'm on in conjunction with, uh, with cannabis. Um, just changing just, yeah, this revolution in healthcare, really changing the way people look at what is available because quite honestly, our psychiatric, um, hospitals and, you know, I've been a psych nurse for a bit. 
um, on and off throughout the years. And the only solution we really do have is a handful of medication. Um, and so the ketamine is really, it's a reduction of the pharmaceutical load, basically. It's helping to reduce the amount of pills that oftentimes aren't working for clients and patients. They're just not. So, yeah, so that's, that's the new venture. <laughs> well, that's outstanding. In California, as you know, when we went to a state-regulated model, the first version, of course, what California did was basically a defensive right in that it allowed medical patients to use cannabis beginning in 1996. But all that changed in 2015 when we went to a medical program and changed again in 2016 when the voters passed Prop 64. And so now the current state of affairs in California is that cannabis is neither a food nor a drug, but is actually an agricultural commodity. Huh. Yeah, which makes it interesting. And, and, you know, there are pharmaceuticals like Marinol or Dronabinol or um, what's the Epidiolex. Mm -hmm. There are, you know, cannabis-based or cannabis-influenced medications that are Schedule 3. But like you said, it's even, um, it's easier to get access to research for funding for um, and, and availability to patients when it's in one of these scheduled um, places. So Categories, interesting, yeah. It's interesting that in California, it's not a food nor a drug, and it's um, <laughs> any adult can use it, but yet, you know. And, and we're a big state, so you can't, you know, <laughs> like the owners, the owners of Epidiolex, for example, they go to all the small states where they can basically pay off their legislators, and they allow CBD, but only if it's Epidiolex which of course is you know about $35,000 a year as opposed to generic hemp derived CBD that we can produce for pennies you know it's just insane california is just too big of a state they can't come in here and have their way and so our patients uh, who need CBD which everybody needs CBD mm-hmm. um, basically can still get it cents on the dollar yeah all right well speaking of cents on the dollar we need to give a little love to our sponsors <laughs> Yes, we do. We'll be back in just a minute. Good News with Nurse Heather will return. But first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back, dear listeners. This is Good News with Nurse Heather and our extraordinary special guest, Yogini Jamie Rollins. And we're just chatting about uh, some of the new things that Jamie's been getting into. And now we're going to find out what strain she's liking these days in Florida. (laughs) 
what strain I am digging. So my favorite strain is the star dog. Um, and I, God help me. I don't even know what it's mixed with. I think it was chem D and I, I have to look, but that is my go-to every day. That is my daily use, um, medicine. Uh, and then my evening before I go to bed, I use, um, the Silicon Valley OG. Um, and that is my evening med. I also use a tincture during the day, um, a one-to-one, uh, tincture and I use my CBD. So I've got a, a full, a full smattering of cannabis medicine that I use daily. <laughs> and it, it makes us feel so good to know that we have access to be able to do this. And at the same time, it makes us, gives us that fuel to, you know, fire up our flame to keep moving forward so that all patients could have access to that. All people can have access to cannabis in the forms and shapes and ratios that they desire. Yeah, that work for them. You know, I think about how I used to, you know, self-medicate and the way that you do it underground in a state that doesn't have, you know, access. You don't know what you're getting. So I'm very, I'm very uh, uh, sensitive to, I guess it would be more sativa or uh, linalool, uh, not linalool, uh, lemonine. Um, I'm, I'm more sensitive to have anxiety with certain strains and it will totally screw up my day if I, get, if I take the wrong medicine. So, uh, you know, to have access to tools uh, that work is so important. And I, I do, I feel so badly for people around the country who are trying to find um, medication that works for them and they are either the supply is not good or the product is not good or it's just simply not available. So we have a lot of work to do guys still um, in order to get patients uh, and people the medication they need. That's right. So we have a lot of West Coast listeners. What, what's going on in Florida? How do things work in terms of you know, how you do your practice and how you get products available to your patients and that sort of thing? What's the system like there? Yeah, so the system is basically you have to go and qualify for a card, and there's, uh, I believe, there's still ten diagnoses now with, uh, you know, a light condition uh, classification. So, you know, pe- the doctors are able to classify most conditions. They just need to prove via research article that the condition they are submitting as a light condition relates to one of the ten that have been approved. So we, they come in for a visit with a doc. Uh, and then it's usually 210 days for a certification through the state. Um, the doctor is required to enter a separate order for each route of administration. And we're given, I believe it's 2.5 ounces of flour every 60 days that renews. So I run out or you run out of flour. You can't get it until, you know, your, your order then renews. Um, and of course they do a fee to the state, which is $75 for the card. And then the doctors typically charge anywhere between 250 to $350 for your initial appointment. And then you're required to do one follow-up with them a year in person. Um, or right now they're doing telehealth because of COVID. Um, and then there's multiple dispensaries down here. So many that will deliver. So when I do consults for patients and they're elderly or they're not able to get out of the house, we do have the option for home delivery. Um, it varies so drastically from dispensary to dispensary, some charge, some are free. So everybody's different. All the products in every single dispensary is a vertical platform. So every dispensary has to do from seed to sale. Um, so it's all unique to each dispensary. 
Uh, a lot of them are coming out with QR codes on the bottle so you can scan right to the COA, but a lot of times you scan and the page is not available for review. So we're still not at that point where there's a lot of transparency as to what these COAs are and what's actually in, um, in you know, cannabinoids and uh, terpenes, what are actually in the medicine that, that patients are getting. So as a nurse, when we consult, it's hard to, well, we like this strain. Well, let's look at it and let's find out what, you know, what terpenes, what percentage of, you know, cannabinoids are in it. And let's look at that. It's just more challenging for patients to find that information. Um, yeah, so, so, yeah. In California still, basically, you can get your medical card, you know, basically online. You don't have wow. a face-to-face visit. And it's like 40 bucks. Costs about 40 bucks. And that allows you to get up to eight ounces in a single day. Of wow. flour or as much concentrates as you like and that's wow. the medical side of the adult side's a little more limited you have you can get an ounce up to an ounce a day um but you know a lot of people have medical cards are super easy to get here um but even saying that the adult version is a little bit easier just because folks don't have to mess with getting the card so yeah and i keep a medical card because i only purchase like maybe you know once every month or once every other month and i'll get you know two couple ounces at a time and i couldn't Uh do that just on the adult side so i have my medical card just so when i do order for home delivery that shows up within an hour um, that I can get as much as I want whenever I want. Oh, nurse Heather. <laughs> I was going to say, are you, are you rubbing that in? <laughs> I'm just saying there's such differences. There is. There is. In California. Nurse Heather's a high times judge. People just <laughs> randomly bring her things to set. And how wonderful is that? In Florida, I'd be arrested if like I shared something or, you know, it's like we can't even we can't even do that yet. But that's um, that's awesome. I mean, I just got a order and I think I have to wait 72 hours. And I was just hoping it would be better than two weeks for the last dispensary. I was like, for two weeks? For real? Oh, my gosh. Oh, how time flies, uh, Nurse Heather. We're out of time completely. Oh, my goodness. It's over already? We love, love you guys. Rollins and good luck. And, and, and again, good tidings for the new year for you. Same to, to you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank you. To our beautiful listeners, please catch our show on CannabisRadio.com, Apple, Facebook, iHeart, and Amazon Music. So catch our show. This is Good News with Nurse Heather. Can of Kenny over now. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.